Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, there is a ton of excitement about the fact this year that NCAA football 2024 EA Sports. It's in the game. It's coming out this year, man. Uh, they're, uh, either, they either just released their release date or uh, they're going to release the release date. Now we're having release for the release date parties. Uh, does any, any of you guys who are looking forward to the NCAA football game, do I have to have a PS5 to play the NCAA football game or can I, are they going to release it for PS4 too? I've got the PS4. Do I need to get the PS5? Help a brother out. Let me know. I would love to know. Uh, something awful has happened to the Gamecocks football team, and it's not, it's not awful in terms of it's not going to hurt them terribly, but it's just such shady business. And so you're happy for the Gamecocks that uh, Shane Beamer was able to tweet out a welcome home today, which Chris Phillips guesses is a transfer portal guy. We will see what that's about. But, my friends, we are thrilled to have you guys with us here today for the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstate's Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. Shane Beamer forever. Five. All right, guys, I got a couple of different bowl ideas for you because we can all agree, like, I, I, I want to care, but when everyone tells me I shouldn't, I stop caring, right? When all the best players stop playing in the games because people have told them to stop caring, then I stop caring. So anyway, Danny Cannell says that the bowl games should be week zero of next year. You set up Iowa-Tennessee... It's week zero of the following year. You don't even play it. I like that better than what we currently have because coaches are leaving, players are leaving, transfer portal overlaps with it. Make it the first game of next season. Make it count. Here was my idea. All right, and I know you're going to love it. Get, brace yourself to, for loving something. My idea is you win your bowl game, you start next year 1-0 in your conference. 1-0 is your record. It serves as the first tiebreaker should two teams end up 4-4. Four and four. Okay, this team's 5-4. and four. They won their bowl game. This team did not. They're 4-5. and five. What, would it allow, what it would allow is for the upperclassmen to leave something behind a value 
for the freshman and sophomore classes that are carrying the torch for next year. And it would create buy-in. It would also really give a bad rap to those players who are opting out. You didn't care about the future of the program. You only cared about yourself. Put pressure on the guys to play in the bowl games. That's what you have to do. Danny Cannell says they're not going to play no matter what. Let's have them play in week zero next year. I'm saying you allow it to serve as a tiebreaker for the following year. And even if it's not to win the conference, it's a tiebreaker for third place in the SEC East, right? Give them something of value to pass on to future generations. What do you think? Dig it? Hate it? Love it? Lose it? Let me know. Next up. Four. At number four. A very, very, very interesting graphic has been released on graduation rates throughout college football. Here's what you need to know. Clemson leads college football with a 99% graduation rate. Listen, big ups, massive congratulations to Clemson on that. Massive. Alabama has a 93% graduation rate. Florida, 92. South Carolina, 90% graduation rate. Georgia, 41%. A texter earlier in our show said, it's obvious Georgia players aren't speeding to class, right? He'll be here all week, folks. Um, Guys, there's no excuse for that. And before you hit me with, well, Georgia sends a lot of guys to the NFL, Alabama doesn't, 93%. Before you say, well, Georgia's all that matters at that school. There's a lot of schools where football is king. Clemson's one of them. 99% graduation rate. What is the excuse for that? How is that tolerated? How is that allowed? Do you guys consider this Georgia season that we just concluded to be a success? You'd like to say so, right? I mean, goodness gracious, 13-1? and one? But if you don't value the Orange Bowl championship. There wasn't a significant championship won all year. By Georgia's standards, SEC East title, Orange Bowl win. Is that a successful year? What do you say? Uh, Texter has already said, Mark, horrible idea. One season has nothing to do with another season. Well, Texter, that's the way college football has been. But in order to make bowl season meaningful again, You have to link seasons together. There is no other way that I've thought of to make bowl games relevant, to make those guys who could opt out feel pressure to play. Okay, he didn't care about the future of the program. Debo Samuel opted out of the bowl game. Didn't care. Didn't care about giving next year's team a 1-0 start in the SEC. It would work. You know it would work. Is it a little ludicrous? Perhaps. But it would work. Next up. Three. At number three today. NFL playoff picture, my friends. Coming down to the wire. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Remember that from Ren and Stimpy back in the day? How about the AFC playoff picture? What do the Jags need to do to make the playoff? They just need to beat Tennessee. They do that, they win the AFC South, okay? Should they lose to Tennessee, that means they need a Pittsburgh loss 
a Den and a Denver loss. Okay, you don't want that. You can't lose to Tennessee. Right now, they are given roughly a 78% chance to beat Tennessee on the road. Uh, here is a word from uh, Jacksonville's own Trevor Lawrence. What is his injury status? How is it looking right now? Trevor Lawrence right here says the shoulder is doing a wee bit better. It's feeling better. Missing last week's game is a little slower than I would have liked it to be progressing. But, you know, it feels actually feels pretty decent today. You know, it's getting better every day. So I'm um, just trying to be cautious, but also, I guess, aggressive in how I'm trying to treat it and just everything I can to get back as quick as possible, but also be smart. So it's a fine line. But, yeah, I'm feeling better. So what will the final playoff picture look like in the NFL? What is your playoff prediction? Here's what I'm going with. One seed, Baltimore in the AFC. Two seed, Buffalo. Three seed, Kansas City. Four seed, Jacksonville. They'll win at Tennessee. Trevor Lawrence will play. The five seed is going to be the Cleveland Browns. All right, the sixth seed is going to be the Miami Dolphins. Can you believe it? And the seventh seed will be the Indianapolis Colts. Texans need too many things to happen. Pittsburgh needs too many things to happen. Pittsburgh needs a win and a Buffalo loss or a win and a Jacksonville loss. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, Pittsburgh gets in with a win this weekend if they get some help but they do need some help for that to be the case. It's not as long shot as maybe I, I would have thought. NFC side, what is the prediction? San Fran is locked in as your number one. I think Dallas gets the number two. Detroit gets screwed from last week. The two-point conversion, they're the number three. I do believe Tampa Bay will get, will win the NFC South because to do so, they just need to beat the Carolina Panthers. Then you've got the Philadelphia Eagles as your five seed. Boy, did they blow it. You've got the Rams, who are sitting starters because they're already in the playoffs, locked in at six. They will wind up at number six or seven. They don't seem to care whether they play Dallas or Detroit in round one. And I do like Green Bay to get the eighth and final, seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC to get into the postseason. Green Bay simply... All you got to do is win, brother. That is all you got to do is win. And Green Bay has the Bears at home. Could you serve it up on a silver platter anymore? Among those vying for the final playoff berths, okay, Colts are listed as having a 61% chance to get in via beating Houston or other combination of things. Houston is at 39%. Steelers, 26% chance to make it. Over in the NFC, the Packers 72%, the Saints 24%, Eagle, I'm, I'm sorry, Seahawks 20, see, I'm, I'm all messed up now. Saints 24%, Seahawks 21%, Falcons 8%, Vikings 1%. So you're saying there's a chance to make the NFL playoffs. Next up, two. At number two today, uh, let us get to this, our sports New Year's resolutions. What are your sports New Year's resolutions for your teams? 
here in 2024. I am going to say the following. Clemson's New Year's resolution, Clemson football, make it to the college football playoff. It's expanded to 12 teams. There are preseason rankings out. You're in the top 10. No excuse not to make the top 12. How about Clemson basketball? Make the tournament. How about South Carolina football? Be relevant. I I don't need to give you a number of wins. You know relevance when you see it. South Carolina was relevant last year. They weren't relevant this year. Just be relevant. How about the Charlotte Hornets and the Carolina Panthers? I'd like the Charlotte Hornets to join the NBA. I'd like the Carolina Panthers to join the NFL. Those leagues would love to have you. They've missed you for a while. And how about a New Year's resolution for the Atlanta Braves? How about cease being the Dallas Cowboys? You know, full of sound and fury signifying nothing. How about stop being the Cowboys? All right, really. All of this hype, all of these, all of this talent, always to leave you disappointed. Remember the Bobby Cox days? The Braves had like 14 straight years of making the playoffs, won a World Series one time. I'm glad they got the World Series win in 2021. But I basically feel like in MLB, we could fast forward the whole season right now and just get to the Braves and Dodgers in the NLCS. That is the series that everyone wants to see. Those are the two very heavy favorites. Stop being Atlanta, the great movie that has a crappy ending. Okay? It's incumbent upon you to change that. You're way too much like the Dallas Cowboys. And finally, one. Quinshawn Judkins, one of the best uh, best running backs in college football, has entered the transfer portal from Ole Miss and none other than the Clemson Tigers are mentioned as a team to watch for Quinshawn. Also on the list, unfortunately, Alabama and Auburn. But Quinshawn Junkins is there. 3,006 yards from scrimmage, 34 touchdowns, first team All-SEC the last two years. Where is he going to go? DJ Uyangalale is now Florida State's quarterback. Does that scare you? As a Clemson fan, what would it be like to lose to DJ Uyangalale as Florida State's quarterback next year? Ohio State wide receiver Julian Fleming has committed to Penn State. For all that is good and holy, can we please institute a no transferring within the same conference policy? I mean, is that too much to ask? You got more than 100 teams you can choose from in college football. Can't we just put a ban on the interconference transferring? No. K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas, going to UCF in the Big 12. The transfer portal is all the rage. I learned from you guys today that you're able to go past the transfer portal deadline, which was January 2nd, so long as you submitted your paperwork before the 2nd, meaning we could hear about transfer portal guys up until, like, January 6th, I suppose. Those are today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. The text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN and away you go. 
You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upstate on everyone. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube. We'd love to have you. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. You are not going to believe what just happened to the Gamecocks. We'll share that with you next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Up States. Awesome to have you guys with us. Hope your Friday Eve is going well. I will tell you this. There's a little debate going on right now between a friend of the show, the Clemson Oculus, and yours truly. And I'm curious how you guys come out on this. I'm curious how Diesel comes out on this. Clemson Oculus listening to the show today. He says, Mark Ryan in the Fan Upstate just said Will Shipley is a disappointment. I think saying he was a disappointment is too strong. Did we hope for more? Sure, I'm sure he did too. But he came to Clemson at a time when the passing game has been bad. He also ended his last year where the OL coach was fired, which tells you the kind of unit he was running behind. So these last three years have been a disappointment in that the entirety of the Clemson program has not lived up to potential. But I think Shipley was one of the bright spots in that he overcame a less-than-stellar offensive line And playing on an offense that the passing game scared no one, that's a lot of obstacles for a running back. So I cannot agree with a disappointment for Shipley the player. Diesel, will Shipley a disappointment or not a disappointment? You tell me. Well, uh, I'll I'll add this to the conversation. We have a post up about this on the Facebook page. we got a, a, a commenter, David Williams, asking, fell short of expectations, take a look at Ship's yards per carry after the Notre Dame game when Clemson simplified its blocking schemes, to which I replied, we're talking about his entire career. You're talking about five games. We are not having the same conversation. Look, I asked the question to David. I asked the question to Oculus. 20 years from now, hopefully we're all still around. 20 years from now, you're setting up a tailgate spot. You got all your buddies there. You're all sitting around reminiscing about the old days of Clemson football. Are you talking about Will Shipley? Like, seriously, real question. Are you going to be talking about Will Shipley 20 years from now? My guess is no. 
You're not going to be talking about Will Shipley. You're going to be talking about other players. You're going to be talking Trevor, Deshaun, Travis, um, you know, those kind of guys. Those are the guys you're going to be – you're not going to be talking about Will Shipley. Uh, who was it? Uh, it was uh, J.J. Hardy, Panthers culture, who said to us a couple of weeks ago, a year from now, nobody remembers context. You are not going to remember that checklist of, of caveats years from now. You're just going to remember, eh, he wasn't that great. Top 10, it's, it's pretty good. It's not elite. You won't be talking about him 20 years from now. Here's a sidebar for you, Diesel. Do you think right now um, Cade Klubnik is ahead of what Clemson fans think of DJ Angolale, behind of what they think of mm. DJ, or at the exact same place that they think of DJ? <laughs> I think that a lot of Clemson fans right now think that he is equal, on par with DJ. I can't, I can't in good conscience say that they think he's better than DJ. I think a lot of them may kid themselves and say he still has the potential to be better. Don Munson, yeah, we've tried, we've tried several times to ask him, like, hey, what's honestly, what's going wrong with Cade? Well, he's young. Well, he needs more time. Well, he's shown flashes here or there. Some of the best players in college football have flashed as freshmen and sophomores. I, I, I look at it like this. If you have it popped by now, you ain't never going to do it. You know what? Don did say that, you know, I remember this. He was strong against Cade after the FSU game when he said you can't fumble that ball against Florida State. Like, you can't do – that's the one thing you can't do. Turn the whole game around. And Don Munson was strong about that. Yeah, guys, like, I, where do you guys come out on that? I mean, to me, quite honestly, Cade right now is exactly where Clemson fans think of DJ. Exactly. Not ahead, not behind, right where DJ was with you. And that, too, has to be a disappointment, right? Because now, DJ, you're going to play DJ next year, and Clemson fans are doing the whole, ooh, we got to play DJ. Woo. That's how you feel about DJ. That's what you have right now. Both Diesel and I are in agreement that Clemson fans feel the same way about Cade that they do about DJ. They hope for more. Hopefully you'll get more. Right? But at the same time, it's not there yet. I, I can tell you on Will Shipley, you know, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody, but literally hundreds of Clemson fans were hitting us in November, saying the team needed the running back position to be more explosive. Who, pray tell, is that a knock on? Anybody? Bueller? Fry? Who is it a knock on that the running back position needs to be more explosive? I mean, you know who that's a knock on. Will Shipley was a good Clemson player. He was. We were sold that he was a surefire star. I don't know that he was that. Remember at the beginning of the season, I said, we need Will Shipley to go from good to great. And he never did that. I, at least I didn't see it. So Will Shipley being solid but unspectacular, given the hopes that, that were had for him when he started his career, I would say at minimum mildly disappointing 
career at Clemson. Now that he has declared for the NFL draft, where do you guys come out on that? 71307, just start your text with the word fan, and away you go. Texter says, Shipley became a disappointment once people discovered Phil Maffa exists. <laughs> Four touchdowns. Maybe Shipley, you know, not knowing Maffa and, you know, how Maffa's going to pan out. Maybe he's like, I don't want to risk being the backup to Maffa next year. Best news all day was that Shipley is going to the draft. Now he can step out of the way and let Maffa eat. Texter says, Mark, I just hope that Georgia football doesn't turn into college football's version of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Texter says, Mark, silver platter. Uh, Silver platter uh, for the playoffs. The Bears are a tough out for Green Bay, and especially that they are the Packers' biggest rival. The Bears would love to ruin the Packers' season. Hey, Spur Daddy, you just mentioned Need for Speed, Georgia's college football's version of Need for Speed video games. I got to tell you guys this. Uh, The last 10 months or so, I've been playing like Jackson was just turned five, just turned six, right? We've been playing a game for like the last 10 months, Need for Speed Rivals. It's on the PS4. We've had a blast with it. Uh, He doesn't like to be like, you know, pigeonholed into like a traditional racing game where you got to go from point A to point B. This is like an open road racing game. It's like open world. He drives wherever he wants throughout the whole city, crashes into things, absolutely loves it, just loves it. Uh, Texter says, Cade and DJ and Will Shipley never struck me as stars early on like Travis or Trevor or Travis, for example. I can't look at them and say they are going to be a star. Maybe Tyler Brown, you can. Uh, Texter says, wait, is Diesel assuming that college football lasts for another 20 years? Either way, (laughs) Texter, you're still going to be around the campfire talking about college football, what it was, what it once was, what it's going to be, right? Like, either way. You are you are going to be talking about that. I mean, I think that's a that's a fair thing to say. A fair thing to say. All right. So this happened to South Carolina today. Um, uh, and it's it's odd to me that um, that South Carolina finds themselves in this particular situation. Um, Brady Hunt, a Ball State tight end. This just sound, that those words together just sound dirty. Ball State tight end. Um, he had committed to the Gamecocks, but now and this Diesel, I'm learning about this as we go here. Brady Hunt committed to the Gamecocks in the transfer portal, signed with the Gamecocks in the transfer portal, has now flipped to Texas A&M in the transfer portal. <laughs> what? So you can enter the transfer portal, no penalty. You can play right away. You don't have to wait, no waiting period. You can sign with a new team, no penalty. And now even when you sign with a new team, Diesel, no penalty. And you wonder why people have societal problems with relationships, commitment issues, commitment phobia. Are you kidding me? 
this you're allowed to commit and sign with a school in the transfer portal and then just up and leave? No, man, I Texas A&M gave me a little bit more at the last minute. Gave me a little more money at the last minute. Sorry, South Carolina. Signed with you guys, but will not be staying. you got to be kidding me, man. You have got to be kidding me. Fortunately for the Gamecocks, they have sent out a welcome home for today. So um, South Carolina, at the very least, very minimum, is replacing maybe what they've lost. But I, I don't know, man. Just, just I, th- these, these college football media guys are seeing that the transfer portal is hot. Everybody wants to know what's happening in the transfer portal. And because of that, we talk about it. Do I like it? No. I think this is such a bad look for the sport. I think this is the kind of thing that could, you know, disenfranchise fan bases forever. And then, of course, my friends, we've got the national championship game that is coming your way on Monday night. Can I ask you guys this question? What is your early lean for that national championship game? Early lean. Michigan feels like the smart play, does it not? Like it feels like a, 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 it feels like that to me. You know, they, they feel like the smart play. They're fundamentally sound. Uh, Blake Corum, number one defense. They're smash mouth. They're physical. Washington did not have a great defense over the course of the season. You know, to me, Washington's got to put a ton of points on the board against Michigan to win this game. I think they're going to have a really, really hard time keeping Michigan uh, away from first digit three. First digit three. Uh, And if they get to first digit three, can Washington match them? I think that's going to be really tough for them. And that's what's going to be needed for them to be able to win this game. Like the game has to look like the Texas game in order for Washington to win. And we just watched Michigan, you know, hold Alabama to what would have been 10 points if not for 50-plus yard field goals and a muff punt. So um, when you guys look at this game, what jumps out to you? I mean, I'm going to be the biggest Washington fan in the world. Michigan cheated. Washington did not. I want to reward these guys. I mean, this game is good versus evil. It's Kalen DeBoer, no name but making a name. It's Michael Penix Jr. How do you not root for a guy who lost four seasons to injury, four season-ending injuries? He's in year six versus cheating Michigan, right? Versus cheating Michigan. Uh, Let's see here. Sub-Zero Sports says, Mark, rough take on Will Shipley disappointing and Shipley don't belong in the same sentence what he did statistically in three years is among the best in school history suspect quarterback ol coaches in and out come on now will Shipley equals stud um like the player sub-zero sports like the player but there's a lot of clemson quiet clemson fans right now that were not happy um with what they got from the running back position. And I'm not like, I'm never going to hate on Will Shipley, the kid. Okay. Like he's a great kid. Love the kid. I think the results were a little underwhelming. 
You know, and, th and then I would say to you, if Shipley was truly great, don't you think that Clemson would have been a little bit better? I mean, it, look, it's like you're not allowed to just have truthful commentary anymore. The Shipley era was disappointing. It's, it is what it is. You know, it's, I'm sorry that you don't like it. Texter says, early lean Washington. Penix is like watching Alabama, Tua, and the Dolphins. You don't think Michigan has the, uh, has the personnel to slow that down? Diesel, you got an early lean Michigan-Washington? Obviously, we'll be heavy into that tomorrow's show, Monday's show. What's your early gut feel there? Uh, I like Michigan in this one by two touchdowns. I think Michigan is, is too complete. I love what Michael Penix Jr. has done. I love Washington's elite line. But I think Michigan is just a little bit better across the board at every position. And I think it plays out to a 14-point win. Texter says, and see, this is this. You know, we've we've encouraged Gamecock fans to graduate from low expectation. I'm going to say this to this Clemson fan. Clemson fans says on Will Shipley, I disagree. The running game won Clemson 19 games the last two seasons. What's well, because you play in the All Cupcakes Conference, Texter? That's why. That's why the win total looks good. But if you ask what the goals were the last two seasons, make the college football playoff. 0 for 2 there. Will Shipley, I mean, if I said to you, Clemson landed Will Shipley, didn't make a college football playoff his entire tenure there. If he didn't have a 2,000 rushing yard season anywhere, how could you say that wasn't disappointing? How could you say it? Uh, to me, watching this, watching Will Shipley outside looking in, and again, evidently we're entering a culture where you can no longer be objective about things. He was good, not great. He was solid, not spectacular. That's my feel. We've got Truth Serum coming your way next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstates rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show. You can also text us at 71307 just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. Uh, okay, it is time for us to do a little jam. We call it Truth Serum. What is Truth Serum? Truth Serum is we give you four statements of fact. You tell us which of these supposed statements of fact are most likely to be proven true Overtime Truth Serum starts right now. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You know what? You're right. This isn't Truth Serum. Because I don't feel anything. That was a lie. I do feel something. This is Truth Serum. All right, Diesel, what do you got? 
Number one, Texas will not make another college football playoff semifinal this decade. Number two, the Charlotte Hornets thus far have won just 25% of their games. Using that as the over-under for the entire season, Charlotte Hornets will hit the under. Dave Tepper will not attend Sunday's game as a self-imposed ban. (laughs) And Washington wins by double digits. What was number one again? Texas will not make another college football playoff semifinal in the next, uh, this decade. So through 2030. See, that's tough for me, man, because they're going to pay for it. They're going to buy their championship. Though there's a, there's a certain number of schools, Diesel, who can guarantee they're going to be relevant because of finances in this day and age. Oregon's one of them. Texas is another. Miami is soon to be a third. I think Texas get in gets in, but the Charlotte Hornets under twenty five games, under twenty five percent of their so, games. Oh, they will win under twenty five percent of their games, which um, it's an eighty two game regular season. Twenty five percent of that be would be twenty and a half wins. So we'll just say twenty wins. I'm going under that man. There, I don't know. <laughs> this is a rudderless ship. It's they're they're so bad, man. It's just. I don't even know what to make of it. Leading scorer on the team is Terry Rozier. It's just, it just feels like Groundhog Day with this team, man. Same team every single bloody time you look up. All right, truth serum for me. Will Shipley will be a better pro than college player. Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence not only make the playoffs, they'll win a game. They would face at home either... Uh, Cleveland, Buffalo, or Miami. They'd get any of any of those three teams at home. Clemson Hoops makes a run to the Final Four. Brad Brownell gets an extension. And number four, by this time next year, we will be able to say conclusively, soccer has passed hockey, not tonsil hockey, in popularity. Mm. Uh, soccer's not passing hockey in popularity. Um... Now, are you talking about nationwide? Are you talking about regionally yes. here in the U.S.? I'm talking about nationwide, yeah. Nationwide. Uh, no, yeah. soccer soccer is not passing hockey nationwide. Uh, Will Shipley being a better pro? Doubt it. Uh, what were two and three again? Uh, so Will Shipley, better pro than college player. Two and three, Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence not only make the playoffs, they'll win a game. And three is Clemson makes a run to the final four. Brad Brunell gets an extension. Yeah, that's not happening either. Uh, I'm going with Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence wins a playoff game. Jacksonville wins a playoff game. That is what he is going with. Uh, Shipley could be a better pro than college player. Uh, this was not a good run at Clemson. Clemson, the final four is a little bit, that's a little bit of a stretch for me because they haven't been there before. I'm going to go soccer this time next year. We know that it has surpassed hockey in this country. I'll tell you, Diesel, um, it's not that I can get away with talking a ton of soccer, uh, on this show or on CBS Sports Radio, but I did get calls 
on the Women's World Cup last year. I never get calls on hockey. I've stopped talking about it. Like, it, it, people don't call on hockey anymore. Uh, and you're in markets like Toronto and Ontario that could call in. I don't know what's going on, you know? Um, when was the last time you actually watched a hockey game from beginning to end? This question is not just to Diesel. It's also to you guys. When's the last time you watched a hockey game from beginning to end? I, I, beg, I, I beg the question of our audience. How many of our audience have never watched a soccer game from beginning to end? And I'd be willing to bet the percentage is really high. Really high. Really? Yeah. Texter says the changing demographics of America guarantees soccer overtakes the NHL. Texter says Clemson could miss the NCAA tournament entirely and Brad Brunell would get an extension. Texter, you have not been paying attention. That is not what Graham Neff told me, Texter. He said they'll take the next step this year or else he's gone. Brownell is gone. They will make a change if they don't take the next step. Those are the words that I was told. Does look like he is taking that next step, however. Although last night, I will tell you, I was watching some of this game and it was not a good one from Clemson's standpoint. I mean, Miami had 35 points at, at the half and they ended up with 95 points in the game. They put up a 60 spot on Clemson in the second half to lose 95 to 82 Clemson offensively remarkably consistent 41 points in half one 41 points in half two but then they give up 74 percent shooting to the Hurricanes in the second half to lose going away to an unranked team I mean they, they, they were an unranked team now I'm watching this team and while it doesn't appear to be especially deep Clemson I love their starting five. I love Wiggins, 12 points. Shefflin, the dirty man, 11 points. P.J. Hall, Steady Eddie, 17 points. Uh, Joe Girard, 18 points. Four of 10 shooting for three. And then you also had Chase Hunter, the senior, chipping in with 16 points. Really good starting five. Not much off the bench. Not much in the way of depth. But for me, for my money, one of the top five starting fives in college basketball this year could take them pretty, pretty far. All right, my friends, coming your way next on the show, it is the always fun 6 o'clock hour. That is on the flip side here on the show that gives you both sides, offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the fan upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.